Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Friday and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I'm be joined yeah, you are. by our favorite substitute, the one, the only, Sean DePaz. Yeah, Sean, I am. It's one of those days for you, man, where you're just all over the network. Yeah, man. That's that's those are my Fridays, but I, you know, I love it. Some people aren't built like that. Some people can't can't you know take just the pressure. Grind. Just can't take the grind. I, I I embrace the grind. Part of the reason I love when when Jacob produces this show because the music just carries on and i just tired. i'm like how can you not it's friday guys it is friday asu has a scrimmage tomorrow over at camp t we're gonna talk about that a little bit because we got some sound from the one the only kd no i'm not talking about kevin durant i'm talking about phoenix's very own Kenny Dillingham. Mm. Uh, we've got hotter for a second. Yeah, no, people make that mistake yeah. all the time, especially Comment. when he shows up to Suns games. True. too. It's a, it's a big issue. They yeah. try and get him on the court. It is what it is. Uh, we've also got some interesting details as to the Pac-12's media rights mm. deal that was allegedly offered to them from ESPN. Uh, and if you are somebody that wanted the Pac to stick together, you aren't going to love what those details say because you could have stayed together george could have stayed together george but you got curious and you opted to go do something else and then we've also got uh the the question of the hour which is what is arizona state's financial value to the new big 12 and we've got some actual numbers for that as well but i do want to kick things off with that pac-12 uh deal that i want to say it was back in 2022 that was initially Offered So according to John Canzano, uh, so take this with a grain of salt, uh, ESPN offered a TV rights deal of about $30 million per school last fall, which is a better offer than what Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyovkov brought to the table from Apple this summer. Uh, the, the article goes on to say that Canzano was reporting that Pac-12 presidents and chancellors wanted more from ESPN, asking for about $50 million Per school, ESPN obviously hmm. declined. There was no way that they were going to give the Pac-12 that kind of money. Uh, and then Canzano reporting that a source told him the exchange with ESPN and the Pac-12 went as follows. Quote, you know what we told ESPN after their $30 million per school offer? We said we wanted $50 million. And the source said, what was ESPN's response? He was told, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't getting that much money, man. But what you could have had was you could have had some damn stability in yeah. this conference, and we wouldn't even be having this conversation about 
ASU in the new Big 12 because you'd still have the Pac-12. Yeah, I think there needed to be a certain sense of being honest about what the Pac-12 is right now and also what it could be. Like, you kind of have to bet on yourself in that instance, I think. And, you know, if you even if you think you... The, even if you think the pack should have more money, the reality is, is that you weren't getting that from ESPN. I think you, you, but, but knowing that it's ESPN, it's the worldwide leader in sports and it ultimately ended up being more money than they were going to get anywhere else. Like you got to take it and then get the pack 12 stable and then to a position where you do deserve that more yeah. money, um, which I think that especially from a football perspective was easily accomplishable. I think you saw the, the, the pack 12 starting to get closer to being like a, a a, a, a legitimate member of the Power Five because I think there was a few years where it was a little bit of a joke, and obviously the Pac-12 still has a problem with cannibalizing itself and all that. But there are really good teams in this conference, undeniably, um, or I guess were um, in this conference. Um, and so I think that they they had an opportunity to you know kind of better themselves and you know take that take what they got from ESPN there and they obviously fumbled that bag. They let a fourth grader do the negotiations for this. What are we talking about? Like, we'll give you $30 million. The worldwide leader comes to you and is like, yeah, we're going to give you $30 million per school, which you look now in hindsight, it would have been more than what Apple was trying to offer you in the first place this past summer. And you go back and you're like, hmm, yeah, we want almost double. We want almost double for... Easily in terms of revenue sports, the worst <laughs> LTC, uh, or probably the fourth outside of the the ACC, uh, just in terms of viewership, right? And you're like, yeah, we're gonna, you can go shove that offer, pretty <laughs> much. Like what? LTC Dennis Schroeder in the Pac-12, the same person. That's tough. <laughs> and ending up Except with I the like same Dennis scenario. Schroeder. I like Dennis Schroeder. You don't, don't like, like the that. the Pac-4? Nah, is anymore. what it is now. Not anymore. If you, I mean, look, and and again, I don't know the the exact details as to if every single president and chancellor was on board with this. Yeah. Obviously, they wanted more money, but if you're Cal, Stanford, Washington State, and Oregon State right now, and you see this, right? Obviously, again, they they knew the way this played out. Yeah, but you got to be sitting there, pissed off at the fact that you could have had stability. And now you you don't have really anything to look forward to outside of this season. Yeah, I mean, it really depends on how that went, right? Because if those schools were the schools being like, hey, I think maybe we mil. should take this money, then, they were, then, they're, so then they're probably really pissed, right? If they were on the side where they're like, no, we want more money too. Well, then you, you have yourself to blame as much as you have everyone else to blame in that instance. Um, so, so that I don't know. But yeah, I mean, obviously, again, hindsight's twenty twenty. You sit there now and you're like, damn, I really wish we had taken it and obviously all these other schools don't necessarily probably feel like that yeah. i mean i mean maybe they do because right if i'm not mistaken that the oregon and washington are not getting full yeah i don't believe from, or, yeah they're not getting full from the big 10 right away right so they but he isn't even then that's still a decent amount of yeah money. i mean that's still and again <laughs> i think it was like 30 million still their like brands that. and their programs are, are yeah notable and so, yeah and they're gonna get that money whatever but um Still, yeah, I'm sure. In hindsight's 2020. If you're one of those schools that is now left in the the, the shell of the Pac-12, you're probably really wishing you had that money as opposed to whatever that you're you're about to be making in the Mountain West. Oh God, it's gonna or be, the ACC it's maybe a tough, or the AAC. It's, or the AAC. <laughs> it, it's just it's crazy to me when you look at Pac-12 sports, and I would say right now that Stanford and Cal are probably like the least respected athletic programs, and somehow they're going to be the ones that play in a Power Five conference on the other side of the country, in Oregon State and Washington State, who are respectable programs, and their football, Oregon State football, is going to start the season ranked. Like they are going to get left yeah. out to dry. Crazy to me, and you know, it make a lot of sense, but 
I think those schools can elevate the Mountain West. Yeah. Oh, I mean, absolutely. But I mean, again, be- if I'm the Mountain West, I, I, I think the Mountain West at this point wants a merger between the Pac-4 um, and the Mountain West as opposed to having to poach some of these schools. So it'll be interesting to see if Klyovkov and the remaining presidents and chancellors, what they do going forward. But my last point on that before we get to the ASU's impact financially uh, and their value to the Big 12 is just like if I am, again, Washington State, Cal, Stanford, and Oregon State, regardless of what aisle you are on of the pushing for more money from ESPN uh, or taking that deal, you're sitting here now with what I have to imagine is very little trust in the leadership in George Klyovkov. Very oh, little yeah. hope in that he can get you to a place that brings stability because he's had so many damn opportunities and they've had such a long period of time to get something figured out and time and again it feels like he's just shooting the the conference in the foot yeah i mean yeah now if if there is if he's not like officially dead it is definitely do or die for georgie k because you gotta you if as long as far as these four schools are concerned you have and again we don't necessarily know how these schools are looking at it because maybe they don't necessarily blame Klyovkov. they more blame the, the selfishness presidents. of the other schools right and so if Klyovkov can now that they're in this situation navigate them into a place where they they do merge with the mountain west or something like that and he, he can kind of rescue those four schools in, into the best situation possible now, now that they are where they are Maybe he can rescue himself, but I and that really depends on how those schools are looking at it. Regardless, I think it would probably be a mistake because, like you said, he is kind of does seemingly shoot himself or shoot the conference in the foot repeatedly. And again, he was not dealt with the best set of cards, right? I mean, I feel like we see this with like presidents all the time, right? Yeah. Like you, 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 everyone criticizes the president, but it's like, okay, they, they showed up and the last, the last president screwed everything up. Like that's, that's kind of what happened here too. So it's, 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 it's hard to it's know. It's also like if we're using that analogy, right? There's presidents that are, again, dealt horrible situations and, and figure it out. And yeah, this is a yeah, president. No, hundred percent. This is like a president got dealt a shitty hand is like, okay, we're going to war. There are about a hundred different ways that you could play this. He's like, nah, we're going to do it my Press way. Press the button. Like, God damn it, George. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good way to put it. Oh, it's tough. But Arizona state, Arizona, Utah, Colorado, obviously the, the four schools leaving the pac 12 going to the big 12. And then, Obviously, USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington all making their way to the Big Ten. But as it relates to Arizona State in the Big 12, we've got some interesting numbers. Uh, saw this posted online from somebody that just does a, a shit ton of data, right? And, and they pulled together. Those people, by the way, are just like, uh, those are the heroes they're heroes they're math no one want like they're wizards we don't want to be doing this we don't want to be looking through no. all these numbers I know. the people that find joy in it or at least find the energy to do it are our heroes so this is and again this isn't necessarily as updated as you'd like it you see especially when you get some of those numbers tcu uh baylor and color or byu on, on the far right side fiscally uh, the, those numbers coming from USA Today in 2022. And then, again, you look at the 2019 EADA per college factual and then the revenue EADA uh, in 2021. So for people that don't know what EADA is... and I was just about to ask. Yeah, <laughs> me this morning. Uh, it is revenue... It, yeah, so for the purposes of EADA reporting, revenue is any money used to pay for team expenses. If money is earned in previous years and used to pay for expenses in the current year, then that is revenue both for that year 
uh, that it was earned and the year that it was used. So pretty much the way you put it is just it's revenue, right? So TCU leading the Big 12, at least from their numbers in 2021 with a just ridiculous $138 million. Uh, and then Kansas following with $124 million. Arizona, surprisingly, uh, at least in my mind, at $119 because I think when we talk about Arizona, we obviously talk about their basketball program and what yeah. it does. But let's be real, football is always going to be king, so it is kind of surprising to see where they're at. Yeah. Uh, Baylor at four with $111 million. Arizona State coming in at five at $107 million. Uh, so we'll take that down and we'll get to the, the rest of those a little bit later. But in terms of Arizona and Arizona State immediately being top five. Yeah. And not only top five, but you're talking about a conference that is adding a bunch of schools. And those are the two that are atop the list in terms of the newbies really adding significant financial value to a conference that I think really, really wants to keep up with the Big Ten yeah. and the SEC. And adding the Arizona schools we talked about it. it just made so much sense yeah and, and it's part of why i was never really worried about either of their survivals right obviously a, a u of a was i don't think really ever in question because uh, they just have especially basketball they have a certain amount of of i think leeway and and uh, leadership that will push the agenda in a certain way that they were always going to be okay yeah but i never felt worried about asu either because it gets brought up every time these conversations had they have a TV they have a massive TV market and that's mm -hmm. always going to bring them a ton of value as far as as this goes and then it's a it's like a massive school man in a major metropolitan area like of course they're gonna there's gonna be value there always um and maybe maybe the sports have not or at least the revenue sports have not been the greatest as of late um making more but yeah, and I mean, right? Like, I, I think we have high expectations, and last year sucked. But let's be real; like the year before that, Herm got them to a bowl game. Like they were—it's not like they were what you the U of A football was. Like yeah. they were at least a somewhat respectable football program. So, like, it's this isn't that this. I think ultimately, when you think about it and break it down, it shouldn't be that surprising. Yeah, and Glenn brings it up. Dillingham's going to have more butts and yeah. seats this year. Revenue should jump even more. So, no, that's absolutely a really good point, right? And you could see. I think in 2023, especially if this is a football program that that has a decent season, um, that you're going to see Arizona State really take a jump in terms of value in terms of the Big 12. Mm -hmm. uh, just moving down the rest of that list, right? So you got Texas Tech following at 103 million, Oklahoma State at 101, Kansas State at 100, Utah kind of surprisingly uh, at 97. This is an yeah. interesting situation because we know what their football program is, but there are other sports not that great. Uh, West Virginia at ninety-seven million. Uh, Dion, Coach Prime Sanders in Colorado yeah. over at ninety-five. And this million. is where I feel like it's important to again remind people that these numbers are not necessarily now. Yes, because a lot has changed in the last few months for Colorado, and so their their numbers next year are probably going to look a little bit different. If I had to guess, after Colorado, you got BYU at another ninety-five million. That one surprises me. Iowa State eighty-six, UCF eighty-five, Houston seventy-eight, and then Cincinnati uh, just sixty million uh again from from the top of this list tcu in kansas uh, have more than double with cincinnati at least in that 2021 revenue eada uh you you kind of brought it up and answered my question but what of these schools financially surprises you yeah i mean again colorado i think is going to end up being a pretty different picture in for the next couple of years yeah. byu surprises me just because you know it's it's i i 
I don't want to get too deep into this, but when you have a school backed by something like the Mormon church, like to that scale, I'm just surprised. Like when you have such a, like an inherent backing like that, like yeah. I'm just kind of surprised they didn't, they don't make a little more money. Um, outside of that, I can't say it's like too, too surprising to me. Um, Utah being again in a city like Salt Lake city, uh, you would think maybe makes a little bit more, but again, they're not really that, that much of a relevant brand. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Blake in the chat. Blake, uh, I'm not even going to read your comment, but don't let the door hit you on the way out, buddy. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> I can kind of, kick him if you want. Yeah. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. He's fine. It's good for the numbers. Uh, <laughs> Cincinnati kind of surprises me at, at $60 million. Yeah. I just really... This team is in the college football playoff. Yeah, and they've had they for such a long time, they've had such stability uh, with Luke Fickle at the helm. Obviously, he's now at Wisconsin. But it, it really does surprise me that yeah. a university that was in the college football playoff not too long ago. Uh, their, their numbers look like this. Well, yeah, I mean, it's and again, you have to, you, again, you have to take this into a grain of salt because you look at the, the bottom, the, th the three bottom schools, they're all coming from non-Power 5 yeah. conferences, right? And so despite That's the fact point. that they're in major cities, it's 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 Orlando, Houston, and Cincinnati are, yeah. are, are somewhat major cities. So like all of these have to be taken with a, a grain of salt in that regard because they were obviously just making less money at a conference like that. Yeah. Um, which is again why you see all of these, you see schools like Arizona State and Arizona be at the top, despite what the Pac-12 has kind of been in recent years. Yeah, uh, but still, it is it is very interesting to see how it shakes out because you you do have a lot of schools in very different situations. You have schools like those, those American conference schools that are, are jumping up because it is a chance to elevate their programs. Whereas yeah. the, the Pac-12 schools, not necessarily so much about elevation, although it may do that. It's just about survival. They're not they're not doing this because it's going to change the state of their program and make them something bigger than they've been in the past. It's again, maybe we'll do that, but that's not why they're doing this. Yeah. It, look, I think this just again, just solidifies the fact that Everybody that was talking early on about Arizona State and, and the Big Ten and, and the Big 12, that there wouldn't be conferences that mm -hmm. would want them because, I mean, you look at the records of some of their major sports and it doesn't really add up. But financially, it makes a lot of sense. And again, you brought it up earlier. The market of Arizona is always going to be such a valuable yeah. piece. To I mean, Missouri's puzzle. survived in the SEC for how long? Yeah, no, you're right. And they are like, who... Who cares about Missouri? And they don't have that TV market in the way that Phoenix does. And they don't yeah. have that that nationwide fan base in the way that Arizona does. So, it it yeah. I, like I said, I was never really all that worried about the survival. And when I thought about it, I guess Colorado and Utah were never really in that picture in my mind. And I'm glad that they're, they've, they've come along too. But I was never really worried about these two schools. Yeah, absolutely. I do want to get to Kenny Dillingham. On what he had to say over at Camp T, because some some really interesting stuff ahead of that scrimmage. But before, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Pins and Aces. It is hot as hell in Arizona, but True. that doesn't mean you can't get up early in the morning, get a little tea time. The mornings and, and, aren't too bad. No, so this morning it was beautiful. Yeah, it really was. Uh, go golfing, and when you go golfing, get yourself some Pins and Aces because they're the official golf apparel partner of PHNX in all city. Guys, they have got some amazing polos, hats, golf bags. It is all affordable, and it is very, very comfortable. Again, their hats, their polos, they're super awesome. You can get the, the PHNX, the Phoenix, the, the specialized one is just it, the one I that we it. have. Yeah. It's so damn. Every time I open up my closet, it's like, I feel like there's a little like spotlight on it. It just pops. Yeah, it does. That's what I was wearing in the office the other day, and yeah, it really does stand out, guys. Check out pinsandaces.com and use code PHNX to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. Nah. Ooh, ooh, um, ooh, ooh, um, 
you see all this dope stuff around us at the side here? All I do, it? I do. See this? That is pretty cool. What is that? It's, a, it's like a cardinal sugar skull with a... Beanie, beanie on it, but it, that's not. I don't think that's a head. Foco thing. Um, a lot of this merch that you see around us that is very dope is from our friends over at Foco. And the thing that's really cool about it that I just learned this not too long ago. Yeah, I didn't know that it was like limited edition. So like, let me grab. Where's the? Oh, Arcatel stuff is in the other one. There's yeah, your like, D-back stuff. Uh, D-back's in the other one, but like you, you pick it up and there's literally like a sticker on it that says like this is. 33 of the 72 that are made in the oh, limited wow. edition. I did. I didn't know that. Um, so Foco, they're amazing. They're the leader in a, the best officially licensed gear um, for, for all sports and fandoms, baseball, basketball, hockey, whatever you want. Um, they always have our back and they have yours too. So you can get the best gear around by visiting www.foco.com using, and using code PHNX for all non-presale items. Use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. Shout out Foco. Go check them out, guys. Foco. Alright. Shane was up at Camp Tantazona earlier today. He's got some some great stuff cooking with, with Jalen Conyers, so stay locked mm. in on our social PHNX underscore Sunables for that. But, they got the scrimmage tomorrow morning. I'm going to be up there, and I think all eyes are obviously going to be on that quarterback competition as yeah. it has been for the entirety, really, of fall camp. Drew Pine, Trenton Bourget, kind of going back and forth. Uh, so Kenny was asked about the quarterback competition and kind of where it stands right now, and he gave a pretty interesting answer. This is what Kenny had to say. It's good. I mean, it's a good battle. It's back and forth, back and forth. You know, it's hard to to sit out there, right? If you're not in the meetings and have a clue, no offense, because you don't know what group they're going with. You don't know what call we had. We script things versus defensive calls that are bad plays on purpose. We'll script six plays for a quarterback where we know they're horrible plays because I want to see how they respond. Everybody may say that that guy had a horrible day because he was six for 37. Little did you guys know, we put him in the most adverse situations possible today to see did this dude make catastrophic mistakes or did this dude not make catastrophic mistakes? And I think uh, I think some guys are, are stepping up in, in that category of not making catastrophics and keeping us on, uh, in rhythm and on pace. That is such an interesting thing to do. At least that's what I thought when I saw that. Obviously, there's so much that goes into these practices yeah. and that little piece of like we are quite literally, there are times in practice where we are putting these quarterbacks in the worst situation possible knowing that these plays can't really happen unless yeah. somebody makes magic work yeah. and that's really how you get your starting quarterback yeah and what i really found interesting was at the end there he kind of said he, he it seems like someone might be separating themselves a little bit he said that some people are are elevating and not making those catastrophic mistakes and some are and so maybe we're i mean obviously we're moving closer to an actual decision yeah. there but um it does seem like there, there there's there's movement maybe in that competition yeah and i think that it obviously Camp Tantazona, the the practices up there is is huge for the team, mm -hmm. not only on the field but from a leadership perspective. Right, you're spending so much time with these guys uh, that I think this is again where you're going to really start to learn who your quarterback is. And then you look tomorrow at that scrimmage. I think that scrimmage is going to be a huge point for fans too, right? Because one thing that quarterback competitions do, especially in fall camp, is they kind of pit each other. They they pin. Whoa, I can't even say it right. They they're pinning these quarterbacks against one another, right? So. I think at a certain point, the fans are going to really make their call 
tomorrow mm -hmm. on who they want to to be that starting quarterback. Which, let's be real. I think a lot of them have already. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. A lot of a lot of people have are going to form opinions based off names. Really. And they haven't even But That's the thing is a lot of them haven't seen yeah. what they're fully capable. No. People, they like, like, let's be practice. real. Most Arizona State fans do not really know anything about Drew Pine. They don't know what kind of no. They hear Notre Dame. Uh, they yeah, him. exactly. And so, and then there's a lot of people who, like, let's be real. We've only seen a, a, a small sample size of Trenton Bourget. You don't really know who he is either. So, it, it is. It is. Yeah, a lot. A lot is going to be figured out. Yeah, very soon. Absolutely. And one thing that does hurt the quarterback competition is that those quarterbacks on Arizona State's roster are not going to have the luxury of wide receiver Jake Smith. His. Uh, his waiver got denied by the NCAA yesterday. A uh, really, really tough situation for for a kid that obviously had some medical issues, has transferred before. Obviously, this is why he is trying uh, or did try to get cleared to play this season. And it sucks because he's having such a, a mm -hmm. great fall camp. Yeah, the name he kept hearing pop up. But when the news broke that his waiver got denied, obviously there was a lot of people upset. Jake Smith's dad, obviously, on social media, uh, going because Jake Smith's not the only one that had his yeah. waiver denied. There was a wide receiver at UNC that also had a similar situation. So Kenny was asked about it this morning, and this is what he had to say. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous, to be honest. Uh, I think it's a kid who's an unbelievable kid who went through a lot. And uh, college football is supposed to be about helping kids uh, achieve their dreams, helping them become young men. Uh, and that's very disappointing that I think this game helps Jake Smith. I think uh, Jake Smith's last six months here, growing and maturing as a young man who's had a lot of ups and downs and who's had a high in his life right now. Uh, for him to have to, to face that when he's on an upward trajectory is the opposite of what college athletics is supposed to be because it should be about helping the student athlete. And I think uh, that decision is hurting our student athlete. And I think it's not just hurting ours. I think there's other kids around the country. And I understand there's people that take advantage of rules and try to manipulate the system and, and poor taste. But at the same token, that's part of life. People are always going to manipulate whatever rules you have. There's nothing you can do about it. So you better do right to the people who are doing it right. And Jake Smith does it right. I mean, fuck the NCAA, dude. That shit it's, it's corrupt. It just sucks. And I mean, this is coming, I think, yesterday or maybe the day before they had made the decision. Uh, that they were gonna that they were gonna limit the rules for second time transfers and only grant waivers in situations specifically in situations of 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 medical or or, sa or personal safety. Yeah, and this is that to a T, and they still denied it. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. The NCAA rules unilaterally unilaterally without any consistency in their judgment. It makes no damn sense. It's terrible, and I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be surprised because, I mean, the NCAA fucks stuff up like this all the time when it comes to treating the young men and women that play sports and make them money like real fucking human beings and treating them properly and equally. They they, they, they mess it up all the time when they get those opportunities. Um, so I, I'm not surprised by it at all. Um, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not surprised. It's, it's what, what the NCAA, NCAA is, is known for, yeah. right? It's just kind of... Really, really fucking over some of these student athletes that, that don't necessarily de deserve it, right? Yeah. This is a kid in Jake Smith that has had a really shaky career in college, again, because of injury and some of the transfers. And yep. this felt like his opportunity to, to really do something. Obviously, coming home to Arizona, a place where he played high school ball, like... I think everybody was really rooting for Jake Smith that Arizona State would be the spot for him. Yeah. Uh, and I think if there's one thing that the NCAA needs now in a time more than ever with so much 
so many eyes on it, specifically revolving around money and so few discussions about the players themselves, mm -hmm. I think would have been, you know, a, a nice story like this where a kid comes home and he makes it work. He makes his collegiate career finally, finally work when he's had everything go against him the entire time. So for the NCAA to do that is is really just a middle finger to, to yeah. him. And like Kenny pointed out, like, yeah, maybe people take advantage of it. But like, I'll go a step further than than Kenny. Who cares? It's a it's fucking college football, dog. Like people want to play football, let them play where they want to play. HK. Like I get that sometimes those lead to bad situations, but I, like they're human beings, dude. They 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 let them do whatever they want to do. It's for like it just doesn't make who, sense. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like why are we so concerned with where these kids decide they want to play a sport? It's, it's just some of the rules are so backwards to me. Yeah, like, and I, I get some of the transfer stuff, and I get this has nothing to do with college football, what, I, what I'm about to use, right? But, like, the, the idea that Jake Smith can't play at Arizona State when he wouldn't have even been able to play at USC yeah, this exactly. season. Which is, again, textbook waiver situation in my mind. But J.R. Smith, who was a professional athlete. <laughs> yeah, right could go play go golf. down yeah. to the collegiate level and obviously not play the same sport but play a, an entirely different sport at yeah a collegiate no, level it's, funny. it's just like it doesn't make any it just doesn't make sense like, like I, are, do i have a problem with jr smith going to play golf no, no, no it's awesome he should be able to do that but like and jake smith should be able to play for arizona state this year yes like it all they should all be able to do those things it doesn't make any <laughs> doesn't make any sense dude no. at all the ncaa sucks but that's what the ncaa let a does right? yeah and I, I mean this is the other side of something i talked about earlier on tpsp and that a bunch of coaches have talked about and you're hearing more and more just football didn't need the ncaa like do your own thing it'd be better for the non-revenue sports and you would have more like the schools would have more control the athletes would be treated better i think like the, the ncaa is just a middleman that sucks at being a middleman it's annoying as shit to me yeah no i'm absolutely with it it, it really does suck but on a more positive note there's still the chance that Xavier Alford gets his waiver cleared. Um, so you, you got to hope if you're an Arizona State fan that that gets passed. And again, um, there is no consistency in what they do. So it's a complete toss up, it feels yeah, like. You never know. And Xavier Alford, uh, I mean, he's slated in my eyes to be a starting safety. Yeah. Uh, so you really, really want that to come through because he's been an absolute dog in fall camp. So it would suck to have two guys that were potentially going to, to play a lot for Arizona State this season not get the chance to play in a sign of a uniform. So that would really suck. Uh, but regardless, guys, it is Friday. So Oop. you know what that means. It means it's time to crack open those OGs and have yourself yeah, yeah. a weekend. It's hot. Maybe go inside, turn on a great movie, pop some OGs, play some video games maybe, mm. get some snacks. You threw me off there. I thought you were going for peaks because you were like crack open some yeah. OGs. Crack open some OGs. Crack man. open a package I don't know. I just like OGs. to keep you on your toes. And so does OGs with all those different flavors, guys. They got pink lemonade gummies. They got the Aquaberry Sleep Edition if you have a tough time uh, sleeping. They've got all sorts of creams and fruits, blackberries and cream, red apple, peach. They have it all, guys. We highly recommend you check out OGs online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram over at OGs Brands. You can also find their products at your local dispo. You do got to be 21 years or older to purchase.
Yeah, and we were talking earlier when we were talking about pins and aces. Like you know, it's it's pretty nice out in the mornings. Yeah, at times you can you can get out there, get outside, maybe go play some golf. But that doesn't keep the sun from being bright as hell. It like, does. It's still attacking it at all times. So you need some sunglasses. You need sunglasses you can trust. Some the good quality that aren't going to break on you. And even if they do break on you, you're going to get placed. And uh, there's no one that does that better than our friends over at Shady Rays. Um, they simply make uh, the best sunglasses, and there's. Oh, a quarter of a million people who agree with me that have rated them five stars. Um, so check them out. You can head either online or you can head to their Kirlin Commons brick and mortar location to actually try them out. Um, and if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. No risk when you shop. Shady Rays always has your back. Um, so like I said, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off. Two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people and get yourself up to, to camp t okay yeah. tomorrow Sounds the scrimmage is going to be a lot of fun a lot of sonable fans out there and again this is the first year that it's back and i want to say four or five seasons so definitely go check it out it's going to be a lot of fun uh and look you're getting closer to the season we are less than 25 days now till arizona state kicks off the football season so go go get a look maybe go check it out and then on monday hop back in the chat let us know what you thought of Camp T, maybe who you thought is winning that quarterback competition. You never know. But regardless, I'll be up there. Come say hi. Shane's already up there. Shane's going to be there uh, as well tomorrow. But that's tomorrow. Today is today, and it is Friday, which means it is time for Hot or Not. Hot or Not. Jacob, without further ado, who is hot this week? The Deef. It's just crazy that I'm very rarely on this show, let alone on this show on Fridays, and I just... I kind of feel like I should get it whenever I'm on the show, to be quite honest I with just, you. Because that's just I'm, entitlement. If yeah, I've ever heard it. it is that's, entitlement, that's, but that's I, think entitlement. It's, I think it's deserved. Make sure you delete going, your little... I am going out of my way to help y'all just never be on a Friday show. Have fun, Totri. Well, wait, yeah, why am I getting punished well, for... You, so you make it sound like you seem like you agree with Jacob. I just think whoever's hot in that in the, the producer's eyes for that specific time, there's a reason the producer Shane, controls Shane the Shane drove up to Camp T to get us content today. Yeah, he did. To drive back, to drive back up tomorrow. He did, and he did. That's not hot. He did do these things. No, that's fine. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I'm just saying you're just upset that I feel like uh, like there's been this has happened multiple times. You would think like I'm so on it so rarely. No, I know I'm not. I'm just saying I've had so rarely that I'm on the show. What's that? Life's Life's not not fair. fair. No, that is true. Ask Jake Smith. (laughs) Fuck. No, you're not wrong. You're not not wrong. Damn. Okay. Well, without further ado, what's the first topic, Jacob? Uh, spiked coffee. Dunkin that Donuts is hot as fuck. Coming out with a line hot of Hot as fuck. I coffee. saw Dunkin' Donuts was going to do that, and I thought to myself, I actually texted multiple multiple people, so this is maybe just me saying I like to drink sometimes. Uh, but if you're going to drink all day, I'm yeah, not necessarily... you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. And I'm not necessarily the type of person that wants to crack open a, a beer at the start of the day, no. right? Or like a vodka soda. Oh, that sounds awful to start your day. But... Throw in some some spiked coffee, some spiked iced coffee from Dunkin'. That sounds like the perfect way to start my drinking day. Toast Absolutely. Drink. What's cooler than That's being brutal. cool? Ice cold. That's ice cold. That shit sounds terrible. Oh my first off, gosh. First off, uh, you could just have some mimosas, which is the preferred, yeah. or Bloody Marys, which I've never had, but either way, I know. A Bloody Mary. They're elite. So I, good. I've heard, I've heard, but I'm saying either way, there's like breakfast alcohol drinks. Um, yeah. A. B, like, I don't drink coffee. I drink coffee for, like, kind of the opposite reason of getting drunk. Like, I want to be, like, I, like it to perk me up and be alert. 
So like I don't those two things don't really t- sound good together. I know this is an unpopular opinion, but I don't like espresso martinis. Um, I just like I don't really like coffee things that are not just coffee. Um, so I'm so very out on spiked coffee. I love espresso martinis. I'm kind of hurt. Espresso martinis no, are but only in the right space, and I don't think I could do a spiked iced coffee. I feel like espresso martinis are like a consensus thing that people. No, it's a dessert. That, that, that it's a dessert a, drink like for a, me. It's an. Un- and I'm not just gonna grab like I'm at a party and I'm gonna but grab yeah, exactly. a spiked it's iced a, coffee. Yeah, you're not. But like that's again. It, this is not like it's a. It's midnight. But like, and we're also, like, you're going to dunk it for this. Like, is I'm it, not driving. No, you're getting like a case. Oh, of these. okay. It's like a dunk. I'm not okay. driving. I don't know. If yeah, no. I didn't really think that through. I could never see myself. Drinking spiked like, ice coffee. That's my thing. And I, you're not drinking it by yourself. That's weird as fuck, too. I just, like, I just, uh, I'm not, there's not a whole lot of times I'm drinking in the morning. And if I am, it's usually for a specific thing where I'm either, like, I'm getting mimosas, like it's brunch. So get a coffee. No, I'll get a, I'll get mimosas and I'll get a regular coffee. Like, there's better ways to get drunk. And I love coffee by itself. So I would not, like, there's no reason why I would do this. You don't this. want to taint coffee? Is that what it is? No, and I don't like, uh, I don't like Irish coffee. Like, I don't like Bailey's. So I don't, like, I've just. You don't, you're not a sweets guy. I'm not a sweet coffee guy. Like, I drink my coffee black. Yeah. I don't like milk. I don't like, Ooh. like, because you get it. And anything you add to coffee, I was talking about this with Lindsay the other day. Anything you add to coffee almost always makes it one of three things. Milkier, chocolatier, or nuttier. And I hate all of those things. So I'm out. I just drink my coffee black. I mean, I drink my coffee black too, but I like sweet things from time to time. Yeah, but if I want things that are supposed to be sweet, like I'd rather just like a juice, like a mimosa. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather have juice than uh, I'd rather have a mimosa than spiked coffee every time. And there, I don't think there's a single situation in which spiked coffee would be appropriate that a mimosa is not. We got bees in the chat. What's up, bees? And then Jet also saying the per- they're perfect for skiing. To be honest, Glenn, not hot. I don't drink coffee. Rather okay, just I'll say I, I will say that I, I could see I like if, if it's a spiked hot coffee. I could see that being appropriate for a ski like a ski trip. I could see that because it's more at that point about being warm, not because you want coffee. So that I could see. Jacob looks like he's going through some shit back there. So what? What's I'm th- trying to think of a third topic while you guys wow, are arguing wow, about the first topic. So prepared. What's topic number two? Topic Jacob? number two is souvenir shot glasses. One answer only. <laughs> Souvenir shot oh, glasses. Oh yeah, absolutely hot. My grandma collects them, and I love my grandma with every fiber of oh my being. God. So, um, but I mean, why not? It's a cool collectible thing. Regardless like this- of my answer, I look like an ass. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you could say yes, and then it's no, like, answer, oh, well, he said yes to the spiked coffee. Now he likes shot glasses. He's an alcoholic. <laughs> He's alcoholic. Or I, I say I no, and I'm shitting on your grandma. Yeah, I mean, you better choose wisely. Um, no, I mean, honestly, like she does do that. And so, but like, honestly, I like collectibles. Like I like collecting. What kind of souvenir shot glasses are we talking? Like, are we talking like, like anything that's just from like, like an airport or yeah, from like an amusement like, oh, park? Like, yeah. Like my grandma has ones that are like universal and ones that are like from LA and Disney and Why like specifically shot glasses though. It's a really easy, tiny little thing to collect. Like it's a collectible. It's something that like, it's something, you know, you can get basically anywhere. Right. Like, so it's like collecting like baseballs or something because like anywhere you go that sells souvenirs they have like a souvenir baseball like i used to do that or then they have like or like collecting stretch pennies like it's one of those things you can kind of guarantee they're going to have anywhere and it's something that's a, more of a collectible than a t-shirt i mean i'll say they're they're hot but i I've, i don't think i'll ever in my entire life buy one 
Uh, I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah. Again, it depends. Like, is that's any, why it's hard for me to say hot. Is any shot glass that's not just like a plain shot glass, a collectible shot glass? Because like, I why have, are you buying shot glasses? Just pour it in a cup. Well, like, like so, so here for example, I have a shot glass at home that my best friend from my hometown bought me because I went back not too long ago and he, we went to a Sabres game. He bought us matching shot glasses and we went back to his house afterwards and we had a shot because I like never see him. And so I consider that a souvenir shot glass, right? And but it has like meaning to me. And so it's like a cool, it's a cool thing. And like my grandma collects them and it like whatever. So like it, it's not about the shot, it, it being a shot glass. It's just like a collectible thing that happens to be glass that's in the shape of a cup. Yeah. Jacob, do they sell shot glasses at Disney? I don't know. I have no idea if they sell shot glasses. I'm sure they got us somewhere. They just, so I know in California Adventure, you can get alcohol. Yeah, and Epcot, you can get alcohol. And in Disney now, if you go to the um, the speakeasy at uh, at Star Wars Land. Plus, there's like a whole city walk outside of the actual parks. Yeah, they they definitely, you should be able to get a shot glass at Disney. (laughs) I'm bugging with it. I respect it. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, Jacob, you got your third topic? I do. Okay, let's hear it. Um, themed baby holiday pictures. Themed baby holiday. So like so hyper specific. So, so like for example, like, like am I gonna am I allowed to show you my themed baby pictures? I, or are can you gonna put your baby in like a me. pilgrim costume? So like, like it's Halloween. <laughs> we cut out a pumpkin. We put the baby in the pumpkin. Um, dude, <laughs> fuck your happiness. Honestly, at this point, I just want a kid of my own. Yeah, where where do I'm we just stand to start on our a family. adoption? I don't well, know. I, just, I thought I, you were putting the paperwork. I love alcohol, so <laughs> yeah, I don't they know. probably won't probably pass not my thing. Probably not the officials are probably not. Yeah, it's going to have to be your name on the paperwork. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but Themed baby photos. I, You know how I feel about babies. Like, I just like, motherfuckers don't, I don't, like, I don't, like, and I know I'm, it's just, I'm not saying this to you specifically, Jacob. But like, I don't care about your baby. So, like, if you, like, <laughs> do, it, like do it, if you want to do it, go off. But, like, I don't you. give a shit. It's for, like, it's for the person. It's like, and it's like memories. Like I've definitely softened up on this stuff a lot since my, my sister had a baby with my nephew. Like I'm not going to lie. Yeah, how do you feel about baby birthday parties now, Sean? Oh, the birthday parties are still stupid, but like I, I have a better understanding of why they're done. Like, I, like they're not for the kid. I get that. I can for appreciate the that. It's for the family and everything like that. What are I, um, but like, so like go off, but I'm not going to sit here and say they're hot. Like they're just like, Seems like unnecessary work. Like, just take a picture of the kid. I don't know. I this is like the shot glasses thing for me. Yeah, like, Damn, I, I missed I, the opportunity. Family holiday cost, like the Halloween costumes. Oh, well, too. we can pivot. We can do both costumes. Like a family like, costume for a Halloween. No, that so, is hot. That's why you have kids. That's why you have yes, kids. Is to do dumb shit like that. Yes, you have because the whole reason to have kids is you have a little you have a little like miniature you who basically has to do everything you say so anything you i don't wanna... think based off of that we're gonna be able to <laughs> we're probably not a uh, kid uh why do you want him because uh, uh, i want him to do shit probably not finding my wife in the chat either uh, <laughs> um but i mean like yeah now that's just cool like match your pajamas like why not like i'm i'm in for that stuff it's it's probably never gonna be my uh the matching costumes might be my idea the matching pajamas probably wouldn't be my idea but like yeah i like the halloween we're definitely a matching idea. pajama family yeah like why not it's cute Christmas. it's a funny little picture like yeah sean having kids is hot having kids <laughs> is hot dog i'm trying to fucking i'm trying to have a baby God. i want to start a family we're gonna clip that and just send that out there <laughs> Glenn in the chat love themed holiday photos, especially Sean's, if they're funny. Showing something on live. God, damn. yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I I don't really give a shit. Yeah, right. Like, 
I don't have a kid. I, I will if I ever have a kid and I'm still doing this show, bring this back up and then I'll let you know what my yeah, answer is. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm different. at. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't really have much of a right to like. Yeah, again, I, don't have a kid, I, don't, I, look, like, I, don't... I look bad. Regard, we look bad regardless. I say, yes, it's hot. And I don't have a kid, so that's weird. And then I say, no, it's not hot. And it's like, oh, you're shitting I'm on just Jacob's trying to Thanksgiving imagine, photos. Like, if I had a kid and someone was like, and my, my wife or whatever was like, oh my God, let's go put our kid in a pumpkin. I'd be like, I, I think my first reaction would be like, oh, okay. Like, well, well I guess. Well, I, it just seems so extra. It, yeah, that's kind of my, like, ah. It's yeah. Halloween. This motherfucker, it, he's going to hate this photo when he's older. That's awesome. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just like take just take a normal picture. I guess if it's free, it's it's hot if it's like free and you're bored. If <laughs> it happens on accident, like maybe you're carving pumpkins, it's a big pumpkin, the baby, you know, paying attention, yeah. the baby crawls, and you're like, oh my god, it's so cute. Or or you're carving out pumpkins and you're like, oh my god, let's put the baby in the pumpkin. And you yeah. take pictures. That's cute. But you go to like a, store. a studio, a photo studio oh, yeah, where we're like, no. we want pumpkin like that stuff no we're talking home for yeah, like yeah that's fine Bro, like in your home you got the stuff that whatever like yeah it's memories you're it's it's yeah i'm not like a big t picture taker but like i because i i'm i this is gonna sound so douchey but like i'm very much like in the moment like i don't like when i'm when i'm doing things i, I just, wanted to throw i, know, up I just like i never that. think to take pictures. sean's anti-taking videos at concerts no I'm not. Okay, okay. I'm anti-taking videos at concerts. If of you're the, the whole person, concert. If you're just live streaming yes. this shit, I, what the fuck right? are you there for? Like, I go to Travis Scott and Sheck West. I'm taking a video of Astro. This is our fifth topic, and I'm by the way. Taking a video of. Yeah. I know. This is. Let's just do hot or not of everything <laughs> yeah. ever. I'm taking a video. Like when Sheck West comes out and does Mo Bamba, I'm taking a video of that. I'm sorry. But probably not the whole. But song. not the whole. Yeah, just the oh fuck shit part. Like yeah. that's when I'm taking a video. And I want that moment. You're still going crazy. Yeah. And that's Shit hard, God, and I walk out. I'm like, damn, that's the right way to go. go. I'm ready right, to exactly. go see Sheck West. But like, I'm not. Sheck West is dog shit. His third song. I'm turning the camera off. I'm not. I'm probably leaving. Exactly. Like I, that's when I'm going to the bathroom. So like, oh yeah, it seems unnecessary. Uh, yeah, man. Like I just like I'm very much like I don't have anything against people that take a lot of pictures and photos. I think in theory I would like to take more, but when I'm there, I just like it genuinely is something that does not cross my mind a lot of the time. No, have fun. Be there. It's a yeah. good time. Especially if I'm with other people. Like yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm just I'm talking to people. Yeah. If you like, find yourself at a Sheck West concert and after Mo Bamba, you need something to do. Why don't you go get yourself a Four Peaks? Because mm. whatever venue it is, they're probably bound to have Arizona's favorite beer, and it's our favorite beer as well. I heard you on TPSP earlier talking about a what Golden Lager sometime this yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, tomorrow we got the D Backs Takeover. Excuse me, already sold out, um, and Ooh. we're having our pregame meetup at the Four Peaks Draft Room up in right field. They have like a, a large selection of the Four Peaks beers, more than you can get throughout the rest of the park. And uh, I'm thinking I might, I might, you know, try a golden lager. I can, get, I get wiles whenever I'm at the yeah. games, but you know, mix it up. It's been a while since I've gone back to one of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, lager. they got it all over at Four Peaks. And if you're not going to the game, maybe check out Four Peaks Eight Street Pub in mm. Tempe for their drinks, their amazing food. I've been meaning to check out their brunch still. So I've heard really, really good things, guys. Maybe head over there this weekend, get some brunch if you're not going to camp t get yourself 
an ice cold beer, a peach ale, a wow, whatever your heart desires. Guys, again, check out Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brew. You do got to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. Yeah, and uh, Four Peaks is also a pretty good place to watch sports. It last is. time I was there, was the uh, Women's World Cup was on. Um, I remember watching some Stanley Cup hockey there last year when I was, uh, and it's great because you need a good sport place with a lot of TV showing different sports if you're going to be betting on sports. You got to be able to keep track of it. Uh, one of my favorite memories was a like nice backdoor cover of a of a goalie saves over in um, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Not this past one, but the one the season before that when we were at Four Peaks one time. Uh, it was actually during the Stanley Cup, I think, when the the Avalanche were in it. Um, but I love betting on sports. It makes sports more fun. It makes sports that you don't care about more fun. Um, I can go into the, the game tomorrow, like I said. I'm going to be putting a bunch of money on the Arizona Diamondbacks to finally get a win, um, if they don't tonight, at least. Um, they're wearing the purple jerseys. They're wearing the purple and teal. They're bound for a win. They got to get a dub oh. this weekend. They need to just they, they need, need to, to just swallow their pride and, and wear them forever. And wear all of the 2001 jerseys forever. I I mean, yeah, that's. I agree wholeheartedly. Make that pitch, Jacob. Um, but while we figure out what jerseys are going to wear, while they figure it out, um, head over to the Ben and Jim Sportsbook app. Play some bets on whatever you're, whatever sports you're watching. It's the best way to watch sports. Trust. Football's back. You can bet on preseason football. It's amazing. And if you haven't joined BetMGM yet... Um, now's the time. Now's the time. Because like I said, football's around the corner. All the sports are ramping back up. And... They always got your back with different bonus bets. Logged in today, just free bonus bet. Yeah, free bonus bet. Free today. bonus bet. Um, so sign up for BetMGM. Use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000. That's one, a comma, and three zeros after it. You'll receive that back in bonus bets if it loses. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shano talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Ontario. Bees in the chat four peaks quesadillas go Dude, so hard and I immediately want to eat a quesadilla. He literally, yeah, when we were when our mics were off there, it was like, nah, damn, I want a quesadilla. That sounds so fun. Yeah, no, right and actually, now. oh wait, I, yeah, no, they do. You get it with I think they got black and chicken in it. Insane dog. There I mean, okay. All of their food is fucking delicious. Yeah. Like I know we say that a lot, you probably just think, uh I mean, we already read the ad, so yeah, this, I mean, is, this, we're, is, we're, this. this is free. Like it does go crazy. The quesadillas go hard. I love obviously the tennies. Everyone likes the tennies and the French dip. Try the French dip. Damn it! Now I'm hungry. Stupid. Uh, we need to go for brunch. Yeah, we do. We do. Like I can't imagine their food goes crazy and breakfast food is the best meal of the day. Am I? We'll stop at Dunkin' and get a spiked coffee. Well, I don't know about all that. I would rather just go have coffee and a Four Peaks beer. Yeah, that's fair, guys. If you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at PHNX underscore sign up. As you can follow me at Anthony underscore Toadry. You can follow Sean DePaz at Sean underscore DePaz. Ooh, um, um, keeping my coffee and alcohol separate is always. And if you're at Camp T tomorrow, say what's up. And again, stay locked in on social media because we will be there with everything you need to know as it relates to Arizona State. But if I don't get the luxury of seeing all of your fine faces this weekend, then I will see you Monday at 2 p.m. But for now, guys, peace.